Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, where we explore the Catholic faith as it's experienced in church and in everyday life. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. And along with our guests, we discuss the Catholic take on everything from sacraments and Sunday Mass to social media and sports, based on CatholicPhilly.com's award-winning news and commentary. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. Well, for more than a decade, September has been designated in the United States as Hunger Action Month. That observance was launched in 2008 by the national nonprofit Feeding America. And Hunger Action Month is a time to focus on one of the most basic human needs, food. Amid the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, more than 54 million people in the United States may now be facing hunger due to unemployment and food insecurity. And worldwide, some 690 million are hungry. Here in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, there are a number of outreaches that work to end hunger, such as Catholic social services, nutritional development services, and Catholic housing and community services. These agencies are generously supported by your contributions to the Catholic Foundation of Greater Philadelphia and its annual Catholic Charities Appeal. And, of course, parishes throughout the five-county archdiocesan area are also striving to help those who lack proper nutrition and who often have to choose between paying a bill and eating a meal. But statistics and photos of donation drives only tell part of the story. So in this podcast, we'd like to share some of the voices of those who've been experiencing hunger and of those who are trying to help them. The individuals you'll hear from have depended on or worked at the many food distribution sites sponsored by the Philadelphia Archdiocese. During a summer of pandemic and civil unrest, those sites became even more critical. And we simply invite you to listen. And as you listen, to remember that for too many, every month is Hunger Action Month, and you and I can help change that. I'm gonna tell you right now, and it's like real hard. It's because um, what make it even harder is I got turned down for my unemployment. <sighs> the stimulus is telling me that my social security number is not right, oh and I've been God. using the same social security number all my life, born and raised here. So I got my 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 issues. Yeah. And like my wife, she's a caretaker, but her client is in the hospital, so she's not working. She doesn't get paid if she doesn't work. So we're just making ends meet, you know, trying to make it. I mean, it's like stretching the rubber band to keep popping back. We just had a member uh, in the family that died from this, this, this so disease. Sorry. My son had it, and he works for Shopway, and he took and turned around, and he had to take off. He just, they just allowed him to go back to work. Oh my so, goodness. And I don't, yeah, my kids, they have, I mean, my kids have kids of their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to, you know, come to them for anything, even though I know I could get it. Right, right. You know, but I don't want to take from Peter to pay Paul. Like, you know, and then, and then everything closed, so you can't get nothing straightened out, but you can't talk to nobody. Right, And right. the machines don't ask you the right questions for you to get the answer. And then I don't, even though I got some really severe medical conditions, that Social Security said they're not viable. Because uh, I have uh, acute qualms and colitis. Yeah, 
I've seen just an incredible need um, for children who were normally getting those meals during school, and now that all went away. And layered on top of that is families whose hours have been cut or they're being laid off, so the nutrition has just become a, a problem, and people are just flocking to these sites. So. All of these sites that we have started up, they keep growing and growing and growing. And right now we are distributing at this site, we have uh, each child can get five breakfasts and five lunches. So they're basically getting breakfast and lunch for five days out of the week. And um, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So for this particular site, um, they started out at 500 meals last Tuesday on their first day. So that would mean 500, breakfast, 500 lunches. They ran out in less than an hour last week on their first day, which is unbelievable. Same thing at a couple of other sites. So today, um, we bumped them up to 750. So they have 750 breakfasts and lunches today. And from the looks of this, just seeing what uh, the difference between this week and, and uh, last week and this week, um, they're gonna run out again. So the word gets out. We have people coming right over from neighbors. Uh, we had a gentleman come from across the street. He said, well, my children don't go to the school. And I said, it doesn't matter. It's any child 18 and younger. So it's just, uh, um, it's, it's just so needed. It's so needed right now. These are working people and they have their children home with them all day. So I can imagine that the food is just going, you know, being consumed at such a faster pace than it is when they're in school. And so now we're able to bridge that gap. Para buscarle la merienda a los niños. Yo tengo un niño pequeño y tengo dos nietos. I'm just saying that this is very important for us. We depend this. We depend on these groceries every Thursday because um, with all this pandemic and all this looting and everything, and it's so difficult to get groceries nowadays, yeah. and so difficult to work. So. We depend on this, it's very important to us to come and get these groceries here. As long as they can, into the job and everything squares up and, and the COVID-19 gets settled. Yeah. yeah. It's mainly important because people need this type of reassurance and to be known like you're important. And the food drive basically lets you be like, you know, known. And it's more of like, 
you know where your place is in this world. If you actually be seen or be heard, there's a lot of places that don't have this type of service. Frankly, the fact that we do, it's a big part in this city, basically. The pandemic actually is crazy. But having this right here, it's like, okay, we have groceries for the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's a good way of being reassured. You've been listening to some voices of hunger and of hope here in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. Our background music was by composer Alan Spieljak. I'm Gina Christian, and until next time, may God bless and keep you. So you've heard our thoughts. What about yours? Reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Catholic Philly or visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. Transforming lives. That's what the Society of St. Vincent de Paul of Philadelphia is all about. Called to service by our Catholic values, we work directly with our neighbors in need to help with the most basic necessities. Our lives are transformed, as are hopefully those we serve. Visit svdp-phila.info to see how you can join with us to help. That's svdp-phila.info. This podcast has been a production of CatholicPhilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at CatholicPhilly.com.